0: What's up, family? Today, February the 24th, 2020. The Laker family lay to rest today. Our brother, Kobe Bean Bryant, and his beautiful daughter, Gianna Bryant, paid respects to the other seven people who were in that tragic accident on January 26, now we could start the healing. Our well, our brother was officially laid to rest by his family about two weeks ago. Today was the day that the world and NBA family and the city of Los Angeles laid our brother to rest officially. And now we can start with the healing and moving forward with whatever comes next. We we never know. But today I wanted to talk about passion, passion, desire, knowledge, and putting in the work. A lot of times when we go and we want to do something or we want to get a job or we want to start a business or whatever it may be. First of all, when you want to start a business, sometimes it takes first you got to have that will to want to go out there, that desire to want to start a business. And for whatever that business may be, you need to have some type of passion in order for that business to really blossom and succeed. I started businesses. I think the only business I ever really started and I had the compassion and the passion for was the cleaning game. I really love the cleaning business. And a lot of times you look at it, you say, well, you know, why don't you get back into Well, I did get back into it. I got back into it working for a company called Janakin, King. And Janakin King gave me the freedom, even though it was a company I was working for, it gave me the freedom to do what I like to do best. Be free. Be able to think. Be able to create on my own. And Janakin King did that outside of my cleaning business after I sold it. But Compassion sometimes or passion, desire, knowledge, whatever you may do, whatever you may call it, you got to have something in you that you really want to do and build on it and really put in the work. It's like the brothers were saying, you know, if there's one thing about uh, KB, he always put in the work. Like he said, it's the journey. This is the dream. Once you achieve that dream, you move on to something else. The journey. Sometimes the journey is more exciting than the dream, but the dream is the journey. A lot of times we don't want to put in the work. We don't want to put in the necessary time in order to do something. And then we wonder why it doesn't work only thing I could tell you when it comes to starting a business running a business it comes a lot of time with hard work late hours but you got to have the desire in order to do it when the desire is there you're going to go out there and then you want to, you make sure that love for whatever you want to do make sure the love is there I think the only thing I ever really had to love for outside of the cleaning. The cleaning game was, you know, uh, security. And people always think you should do this or do that. Just because you're in security doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be a cop. People always ask me that when I tell them, I well, I've been in this, this security game for 30 plus years. And the first thing, well, how come you're not a cop? Well, then my question is, what makes you think I wanted to ever be a cop? I I I did like everybody uh, did back in the day. What when I was in my early thirties, I might have put in and took some tests, but that wasn't the desi- that wasn't my heart's desire to be a cop. I'm not a cop. I like people, but I'm not a cop. Protecting people's property is what I did, what I did, and what I do best. Ain't got nothing to do with being a cop. I choose not to belong into that particular group because I never wanted to be one. So I wouldn't pursue something I never wanted to be. I wanted to be a businessman and to a certain degree and that on a, on a small level, I have become a businessman. You know, you say, well, what a small, well, you know, I haven't really been a uh, 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 big mogul type of dude, but I have started some small businesses what I would encourage anybody to do that has the desire, desire, excuse me, to want to work for themselves. I was listening to the uh, uh, Sir, uh, uh, Savior's Day 2020. Listen to the Honorable Minister Louis uh, Farrakhan on yesterday. Great service. Uh, if I were anybody, uh, know what? Noi.org and check out that uh, Savior's Day message. It's a great, powerful message. You're talking about an 87-year-old man who stood on his feet for three hours with two meniscus tears in his knee. One thing about Farrakhan, I'll say, Farrakhan puts in the time. He's not an athlete. He was an athlete back in his day when he was in high school. A lot of people don't know that. When he was Lewis Wilcott. Yeah, that was Farrakhan's name, Lewis Wilcott. I listened to the message. I listened to this man soon to be 87 in May give a powerful message. I listened to this man and you rarely hear uh, what is it? Uh, a crack in a voice. But I think when a tragic situation affects when when a tragic situation happens, it affects people in ways that, you know, a lot of times we just don't we don't see or we just don't understand or we just don't know. But when you heard the minister talk about Kobe, he paid tribute to Kobe. As I knew he would do. You could hear. The crack a little bit in his voice because minister is a passionate guy. Sometimes we targe people. We are passionate. A lot of people don't understand it. We're tough, but we also have our side of, uh, you know, uh, we, we have compassion for people, but uh, you would have to listen to the message. It's a powerful message for 87 year old man to give standing on his feet for three hours putting out what we need as a community, what we need for a world to come together. Here's a man that has compassion and the work ethic, the desire. He has all of this, the love to go out and help his people. And it's like anytime you're going to put in, because the minister done put in the work, the minister done put in the work for over 60 years. In trying to help black man, black woman. The minister done traveled all over this world. I can't count how many times. And this is a, he's not a young guy anymore. But he's still putting in the work. Like he said, we die on our posts. I don't think people, a lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody because its I can't say everybody because that would be a falsie and I don't deliver no falsies. I make mistakes, but... I don't deliver falsies and, excuse me, people don't have the desire, compassion. We can even throw in the heart. We can throw in whatever you want to throw in to go out there and make that second push, make that effort. A lot of times after the first effort fails, a lot of times people don't want to put in that second effort. I don't want to do it no more. You you want to give up? I don't. There's a lot of things I don't want to do, but I, I keep going. Sometimes I go to I go to my job. It's like hell. I don't want to be there a lot of time, but you know what? I gotta go. Cause what am I gonna do? Sit around, do nothing, look stupid, sit on my ass, watch TV, look dumb. I don't hang out in the street. So if I'm not in the street, then chances are I'm I'm probably at home gonna look crazy watching TV because I can't spend money and go to the movies every day. That costs that's an expensive habit. I've been there. So I understand that's an expensive habit to have. Because that's one of my other passions, going to the movies, watching old movies, watching, you know, the way movies and way times used to be made and how times used to be. As to oppose to what's going on in today's world, the inconsiderate of people. Uh the disrespecting of people, you know, when you see people who actually go out there and have love for the things that they do, you, you have to tip your hat to having love for sitting up, just taking these moments that I take every week to put out something that I would hope would be helpful and beneficial to whoever listens to it. Because Even though I talk a lot about black folks, there's something in it for everybody. You can take something out of it. If you open up your mind, if you know how to open up your mind, you can take something out of every, and I mean every one, every 95, this is 96 episodes I have put out, you can get something out of it. You may not get a whole lot out of it for some, but you can get something out of it. The love to keep going and going, the, what, uh, the passion, I keep saying a passion, same, well, not the same, but you know, the passion to keep going and going sometimes is, it's kind of rough, you know, but the mission is sometimes it ain't about my feelings, what I think, it's about the mission in the message that I'm trying to put out is about the platform that I asked for. And I have to take advantage of that platform. A lot of times I look at the numbers and it's like, wow, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm pretty sure like, you know, uh, people who make uh, uh, music, you put out an album, like, man, I know this, this album is going to blow people away. And then all of a sudden you get moderate success with it. And I know it's hurtful because you know, People don't understand. You put in time and effort because every moment, second that ticks on this this timer, it's my time. It's an effort that I'm putting in. And I could be taking that effort and that time and doing something else with it. But I, I choose to, to do this because it's the reason behind it. it. It's not always about money. People always add money to everything. And it's not about money because I'm not getting paid. You know, I get a, uh, I get a few, I, 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 get a few whatever pennies here and there for the sponsorship of sponsoring Anchor, which I think Anchor is, uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great media medium because it's given me an opportunity to do what I wanted to do. I didn't want to pay no money. And it's gave me that opportunity to do that. But in doing it, it's also created some other things for me, which is always good. But I go on and on thinking what am I going to put out? To put out 95 right now, this 22420, putting out number 96. It takes a lot of effort and people don't understand. Oh, you just pick it up and you just start talking. No, because I might go through a hundred different topics as to what I want to talk about before I settle in on one. And then I might even not settle in on all the hundred that I went through my head through the weeks uh, may go through my head when I'm sleeping at night. And then all of a sudden I wake up. It's like, Hmm. And I go, I go in another direction because this is in another direction. What I had planned, it's sort of, but this pretty much went in another direction because, you know, when your mind is always busy, your mind is always thinking on creating, you just never know. So when I get up and I start to the talking, then whatever comes out, comes out. But I'll usually get back to one of those other topics that I've, I've talked about in my head. I went over and I will. But with the Savior's Day meeting yesterday and the Kobe, uh, Kobe Bryant Memorial today, I just wanted to go in this direction. And a lot of times I've put out podcasts and I expect, well, people ain't going ain't to bother with them. And you know what? Those were the best ones. The ones that I put out that I thought were going to be home runs, they didn't do as well as I like. But one thing I, I, I do understand a lot of times people are just not going to support whatever you do. They're not going to listen. They're not going to do anything. And sometimes it it, it can bother you. But once you understand, you just keep on moving. Because I've seen people podcast. People start their podcast. And I checked a lot. You know, one thing about knowledge. When you go out and you start checking on people. You ain't doing it. You're doing it for whatever reason that you have. You're doing it. But, you know. Today's world is full of what? Analytics. Everything's about analytics. The breakdown of everything. And, you know, I I looked at a lot of uh, programs that started on Anchor. And I'm talking about I don't see programs start on Anchor where people don't tapped out after one. I don't see them tap out after two. I don't see them tap out maybe after three, four, five, six or seven. And then you don't even hear you got their show still posted, but they're no longer uh, podcasting on that platform. They could be on another platform or they just given it. They just have given it up totally. And I can understand that because, you know, even after so many, it's like sometimes I'm like, man. I'm going to stop. But I can't stop because I like talking and I like helping people. But sometimes I feel I just want to I don't want to do this no more. You know, I don't want to do it no more. I'm tired of putting stuff out and I'm not getting because everybody is not going to have that giant following and uh, hundreds of thousands or even thousands of streams. Everybody's not going to have that. And you know what? I accept that. It's like the apostolic church. I once mentioned once before, it's like the apostolic, uh, apostolic church. The apostolic church don't get a lot of people. Like a lot of these other churches, because the apostolic church is a little bit stricter. You can't do all the stuff that you do in a lot of these churches and call yourself saved. You just can't. So I have taken that mentality. Everybody's not going to like what I say because the truth hurts. And a lot of people don't want to face the truth. A lot of people will hear. Because I get a lot of streams later on. When I put it out, I get I don't get as many. But during the weeks, that's when I start getting a lot of streams. I start getting a lot of hits. I look at the numbers because, but like I say, analytics. We go back to the analytics and I break down. I'm trying to get away from the analytics part. But I can't. You know, because it's, it's I won't say it's a hobby, but it's, it's, it's part of today's world. We're dealing in analytics. See, the thing about analytics, what analytics have done. It has provided jobs for people, people who normally wouldn't be in a a certain field are now in that field because analytics has provided jobs. Analytics has really provided jobs for white people who do the breakdown of how many points LeBron scored in minute one or how many points LeBron scored in the whole game or how many seconds it took for him to get his shot off analytics. It's like baseball. It used to be balls and strikes. Now it's like, well, how many balls did he have before he actually hit the home run or how many strikes did he have before he actually got a base hit or how many foul I'm sorry. Foul balls. Did he have before he got a base hit? It's all broken down now because people are in tune to analytics. So I would tell anybody if you want to, you know, uh, do something with numbers, if you're good with numbers, analytics might be. uh, Looking to jobs, I don't know if there's a title, but the subject of analytics makes a lot of people happy, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, breaking down numbers, especially in sports. I'm pretty sure it's all over now. If it's not, it will be. But my whole point of today is to talk about the passion to have no matter what field you enter. It doesn't have to be sports. You want to have the passion to go out there and succeed. The key is to succeed. Like the minister Farrakhan was talking about yesterday. He's like when he started, The uh, redoing the work of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad after Mr. Muhammad passed away in 75, Minister Farrakhan, the Nation of Islam, had it separated. It separated. After Elijah passed away in 1975, it separated. And after having all this knowledge, we back to knowledge, the minister started to redo because a lot of uh, a lot of the affiliates, they didn't come back, you know. Because uh, they didn't know which direction to go in. And everybody's not a leader. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he started rebuilding the work. And in 19, what was it, I believe in 1970, even 78 or 79, but we're 40 Savior's days in with the Minister Louis Farrakhan. He's put in the work. Since nineteen seventy nine, once he nineteen seventy eight or seventy nine, once he started to rebuild the work, and you see how strong the nation of Islam is today. I think if the world took more advice from Minister Farrakhan, the world would be in a much better place. The nation of Islam is strong. They believe and they're teaching like we should teach our children. I'm sorry, our children, to do for self. The key is to do for self, to be able to build, to be able to have platforms to the point where you can actually go out there and speak on those platforms. You don't have to worry about somebody cutting you, editing you or whatever. Telling you your time is up. That's why when you see a lot of brothers and sisters on YouTube, even the, uh, the podcasts that are out. I don't have a video podcast. A lot of people are into the video podcast. I guess maybe that's why I don't really get the the business. And I thought about putting it on, on video, and maybe one day I will. But at this moment, this is what I'm doing. I think people have to go out there, especially black people, and start creating in order for not just for themselves, but for their children. If you want your children to have a job and not have to go out and believe and, you know, uh, begging somebody else to give them a job, just because you have a degree don't guarantee you no job. It doesn't. You need to have your own. You need to be striving to create your own. You need to take your passion. You need to take your desire. You need to take your work ethic, assuming you got a good one. If you got a poor work ethic, then... It don't matter what you have. Because you can have all the passion, desire in the world, but if your work ethic is horrible, chances are, you don't need me thinking about it. You can keep on thinking about it. Because that's where it, it, it needs to be. In your head. Because you won't be able to go out there and put it, like they say, put pim- a pencil to paper. You have to have that passion. Desire. You got to have some love though. And... You know, I haven't talked too much today on this in the time that I've been on. But I always and I always must put in the fact of knowledge. You got to have the knowledge. Kobe did a song for his wife. He mastered it. It's one of Beethoven's songs. I can't think of the one that they had mentioned in the uh, in the memorial, but he mastered it. And he didn't even know how to play the uh, piano, but he mastered it for his wife. Why? One, he had the ability to want to comprehend what the information was. So he can take that knowledge and he can put it and play it on those black and white keys of the piano. And he did that, you know, the knowledge. You gain knowledge for a reason, to be able to pass it on. You don't gain knowledge just to hold it all for yourself. When you have love for whoever, you want to be able to implement that love by passing on some knowledge to the people in order for the people to try to take and build on that knowledge for themselves to get out, to help them with any type of situation that they may be in, depending on the type of knowledge that you pass out. I'm going to say this and then I'm uh, I'm going to end on this note. When I got off and when I wanted to be a a football coach, when I first started going to college, I wanted to be a football coach. I wanted to teach the wishbone. Wishbone, Alabama, my favorite uh, college teams in the 70s were Alabama and Oklahoma because they ran the wishbone. I still like Alabama and Oklahoma to this day. So it's not a Johnny come lately. I've been an Alabama fan and an Oklahoma fan, since the Wishbone, since Thomas Lott, since Jeff uh, Rutledge, since Bear Bryant, since uh, uh, Barry Switzer. Those are my guys. So I'm not a Johnny come lately when it comes to those teams. Even though I'm from California, those are my guys. The Wishbone, Alabama, Oklahoma, still my teams. But I wanted to be a coach, and I end up becoming a life coach. A lot of people don't understand Being a life coach, you're taking your abilities from your own life and you're working with other people to coach them up. What stories or whatever skills or whatever the situation may be, you're helping other people with your life experiences. A lot of people feel you got people who charge a lot of money, that they're good because they charge a lot of money, and that's not always true. Because a life coach is based on... Each and everyone's own experiences. It ain't just based on somebody uh, who 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 has a certain set of uh, knowledge or experience that makes them better. It's not. But a lot of people think that way. And sometimes, you know, when I'm out dealing with people, I'm dealing with people. I'm not charging money. It's always about, you know, not. It's always, I'm sorry, it's always about helping people and not always trying to get your money. And a lot of people don't understand it because if you don't charge or if you charge too low, then, oh, you must not be, uh, you know, uh, confident enough in your abilities. And if there's one thing, I'm confident enough in me. And that's all that matters. I'm trying to pass this on to you. You know, don't always judge a person by what they have and think just because they have this, that they're better because that's not true. Knowledge. My knowledge is just as strong as anybody's knowledge that's in the game. It is. But a lot of times, you know, it depends a lot of times on who you know. than what you know. Because you got people out there, if you listen, because I, I do that too. I do done, done read X amount of books on the subject. I done listened to X amount of podcasts. I done listened to uh, YouTube videos. And I'm like, damn, these people are all saying the same thing. They're saying it in a different way. They're breaking down and trying to use big words. And it's like, well, basically, my format is nothing like that because it's simple. Not to try to throw out a bunch of big words and make you look smart. Because a lot of people that look smart or sound smart, they're not dumb. No, They're not as smart as they are. It's like a dumb person, a smart person. Or a person who says a bunch of big words to a dumb person or a person who's not that uh, knowledgeable may think, oh man, that person is really smart. And then once you go over it and you realize they're not that smart. And just because you charge a lot of money don't necessarily mean that you're the best. But a lot of people sometimes feel that way. But knowledge. Gain some knowledge on whatever you're interested in and go out there and master it. If you have a strong passion, desire to do something, go out there, take the time and never, ever think that you're too old. The problem is with today's society, today's world, period, is once you reach a certain age, you need to sit down and just collect your retirement, your pension, your social security or whatever, and just go sit in the old folks home and never be heard from again. A lot of people feel that way, and that's not true. As you get older, you should always want to acquire, acquire more knowledge. It's all about the knowledge. This is knowledge. Take advantage of what's being told to you. No matter how you take it, whether you take it in a good way or a bad way, take the knowledge that's being told to you and apply it. If you feel us in a bad way, then you take the knowledge and apply it in a good way. If you feel us in a good way, you take the knowledge and you still apply it in a good way. I say take the knowledge and apply it to a bad way. <laughs> now nah, you still apply the knowledge. Because it's all knowledge, my brothers and my sisters. We all trying to strive to survive in this world. Even people who have money, they're still trying to survive in this world. Whether you believe it or not, because you never know. Just because you have a lot of money don't necessarily mean you, you don't have other problems. A lot of times they got more emotional problems than they do, you know, uh, financial problems. And sometimes those financial problems, money can't always solve those uh, emotional problems. You can go to like uh, back again. Oh, uh, you can pay the best psychiatrist. You know, well, who in the hell is the best psychiatrist? It's whoever is placed with a title. They're the best. If somebody came and said, you're the best podcaster, then I'm the best podcaster. Or they said, you're the worst podcaster, then I'm the worst podcaster. It all depends on who is saying what's the best and what's the worst. That's all. Don't necessarily mean it's true, but you have to be the judge for yourself. My brothers and my sisters, get a passion, get a desire, get some knowledge and go out there and make it all happen. Because in the end, that's all we have is ourself. And no matter how old we get, we get this this life. We get one. We ain't cats and get nine. Well, hell, they don't even get nine, but it's just the same. But we get one life, and you take advantage of that life. Don't waste it. Take advantage of it. Because when you're gone, you're gone. 41 is a very young age. Kobe didn't think he was going to, uh, he, he didn't think he was going to be, I don't think he thought he was going to be gone at uh, 41. I know he once said to uh, Tracy McGrady that, you know, he he, he he thought he would die early and people would be, you know, uh, he would be mortalized. He said that to Tracy McGrady. But I don't think he probably meant it that he was going to die early. I don't think he meant that. But then again, you never know, but, he probably thought that maybe he probably didn't have in mind a kids or a wife at that time. When you're young, you think crazy, but sometimes what do you? What comes out of your mouth, it may actually come to fruition. That's why you got to be careful. But 41 is a young age. 13 is even younger. So you never know when God gonna call you. That's why you have to enjoy your life. Seek as much knowledge. As you can to go out there to take your passion to another level, take your desire to another level. I didn't think 30 years ago that I would still be doing I would still be in the field of security, but I am. And you know what? I can't complain and say I wish I had done something else. Or made a whole lot of money. Because security, private security, it's not a whole lot of money. It just takes the knowledge on knowing what to do with the money that you make. And it takes the desire to want to go out there and do something else. That's why I tell people all the time, security has given me freedom. It's given me a paycheck, but it's given me freedom to go out there and do other things that I want to do. For people. So it's given me. A paycheck. And it's given me. The ability to go out there. And do other things. That's why. And I'm. The fact that I'm good at it. I can always go and get another job. In this field. And continue on with my passions. For business. My passions. To help. Uh homeless people. My passion is to go out there and not charge people money for helping them with their life as a life coach. That's the ability that I have in order to do what I do is because of what I do and what I've been doing for over 30 something years. I'm going to say this and then I'll go. A lot of people take private security they take security and, ah, uh, you know, they, they don't understand because you you get uh, stories, and it's true, they're true stories. People working in their house, coming and working their house shoes and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah, that's true. You do. You, you, you got those kind of knuckleheads out there to do that. So that's true. Yeah, it is true. I've seen it, even to this day and age. But the desire today is more so greater than it was. But people don't also don't understand that it was private security, Pinkerton. It was Pinkerton security. That was guarding Lincoln when Lincoln got shot. Pinkerton security. You had security before you ever had police. I always remember that. You had security before you had police. And they weren't police. They were slave. They was the slave catchers. But hey. My journey is a journey that still continues. Thank God for the fact that I still am on this journey. Where it goes, I don't know. But one thing is for sure, these podcasts will always be around, no matter if nobody listens to them today or if people listen to them 20 years from now, they'll still be still be there. And if I'm not there, my kids will always know they can go and find something in there that I've talked about that will tell them what I would think, what I would have done, or what I wouldn't have done. So, you know, having a platform like this, it will always keep my voice in the clouds when I'm long gone. You can always look it up and you will always find it. Peace, my brothers and sisters. Enjoy the rest of your day. This is your brother. Just wanted to talk a little bit about knowledge, passion. Desire. Desire. Peace out, family. Enjoy your day.